This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Breaking news for when we record, yeah. Place today in the AFC North, uh, the Steelers today uh, making a pair of moves, re-signing both Vince Williams uh, and Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the signing of Williams, that period, that two or three day period at the start of free agency, when things, you know, Tyson Lulu signs with the Jaguars. Yeah, all the news, Williams, right, right, right. Williams, well, you know, Mike Hilton signs, all this stuff happening. People were freaking out. The Steelers are losing all these snaps off their defense. <laughs> Another starter on defense is gone, right. And I kept saying, hey, let's tap the brakes here and let's see what happens with all of this before, sure. we, before we lose our minds. Um, and as it turns out, Tyson Lulu changes his mind about right. the Steelers. Vince Williams coming back to the Steelers. They re-signed Cam Sutton at that same period. It's not much different. They lost... You lose Bud Dupree. You lose Bud Dupree. Expected. And you knew that. They released Stephen And Hilton. you knew you weren't going to bring Hilton and Sutton back. Right. You know, I mean, that, that was yeah. planned for two. So, really, off of your defense, you've now lost Stephen Nelson. Dupree, Dupree and Hilton. And Hilton. Right, right, right. And you have an in-house replacement for Hilton or Nelson. You're not both, but one or the two with, with right. Sutton. Um, right. And that's not unusual. I mean, that's not much different than most years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Right. That, that, I mean, and they're not elite players. Uh, they're good players, right? You know, they're I mean, not. Bud's yeah. On the, on the elite yeah. Edge, but he's not. What, I mean, they drafted his replacement if, last if year. If you were doing the hierarchy of stealing defenders, he would have been what four or five last year. Yeah, I mean, but probably five. Yeah, yeah, in that neighborhood, and good player on a good defense. Absolutely. Um, and made huge money, and he's also you're also going to yield a comp pick for that too. Um, there was rumors that Avery Williamson was going to be. The, the news. Uh, yeah. So I was shocked when it was Vince that popped up, but we were talking off the air. They're very similar. Your hunch, I think, is how you said it was. They probably offered both a similar contract, and whoever bid on it first, great. Well, they they said they, they told Avery Williamson, "Hey, we we because this is the time of year." Actually, Stephen Nelson put the tweet out yesterday. I, I noticed that said essentially the teams are bargain shopping right now. Oh yeah. So you put you can pick up some values right yeah. now, right? So I, I think, and the Steelers have cap space, right? They had the, they had the cap space. I, I think the way it worked, you know, I think dollar for donuts uh, being equal, they would prefer to get Vince Williams back because he knows the defense better, mm-hmm. defensive play caller for them, all that stuff, right? That they said, okay, uh, a, we're going to make you, we're going to offer Vince, but we're also talking to Avery's people in case Vince decides that he doesn't want to come back mm-hmm. because that honestly a lot of times in situations like this Steelers released Vince Williams because he was making too much money he was making too much money right it takes a little bit of you have to swallow your pride a little bit then to take a, a lesser deal to come back to the same team a little bit but such is life I mean they're still your friends you know right. that you play with and the familiarity and 
Um, who's to say how many calls he got after getting right. getting let go? There's some rumors that I just read a second ago that he turned down other offers from other teams. That might be true, but it's probably not millions different. Yeah, they were probably <laughs> you know I mean? very right. similar, very you know, similar one-year deals. deals. That I've been successful here. I like the coaching staff. I'm going to have the same group coaching me up, playing by. I don't have to sell my house. I mean. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, there's families involved in this stuff too, in personal world, and he's got a good gig. Um, yeah, he played a lot of snaps here. I, I don't know. We're we're talking about this, you know, for the first time. I don't think this changes their draft needs at all. No, I mean, I, I again, if it's a one-year deal, which is, I'm assuming that's what it is. I would imagine, yeah. Um, you know, you've got Robert Spillane there. Again, uh-huh. you you rather you you would like to upgrade that position next to Devin Bush, See, to the point at, at the very least that if something were to happen to Bush again, you're not putting you, you're you're putting a better product on the field out there behind him. Yeah, right, 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 right. You mentioned Spillane. I don't think this is a ringing endorsement for him. No, I think he's a four. You know, I, I, ideally, one, yeah, yeah, a special teams guy, which is he's a right. very good special team. I think That's he's an NFL player. I think he's Tyler Matakevich, maybe slightly more. I'd rather athletic. have him on defense than Matakevich. Yeah, slightly know. more athletic than yeah. Matakevich, better but, size. You're but right. that's. What he when I noticed him in training camp two years ago, I said, mm-hmm. "This guy's got something." You know, he's I got a I, chance. I think he's a more athletic Tyler Matakevich. That's yep. what he is. But right. <laughs> you Where know, Vince is not an athlete and, and not a modern day linebacker, but he's very familiar. You could clearly and his above the neck them. play is right. is way better. And he's just seen so much more than those guys. Much different than Bush. You know, he's obviously a very accomplished blitzer. He stops the run. You play the Browns and Ravens four times a year, if not more. You know, right? Yeah, he might start those games and play a lot of snaps. Where if you play Kansas City, he doesn't. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it depends. But if Jamin Davis falls the second round, I'm still taking him. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can still upgrade <laughs> still that position, an and yeah. you know, Devin Bush is going into year three. What happens if you Good know you, right. you decide he's old down, already down yeah, the right, down yeah. the road that hey, we want to move on? You know. It, we're not going to pick up his fifth year option or whatever or, happens. Or more there. injuries and or more injuries. Yeah, right, right. you got to have. Guarantees. To me, you know, and and that's why they drafted Ulysses Gilbert, sure. who was very similar athletically to Devin Bush. He's mm-hmm. he's not the player that Devin Bush is, but you hope that you had two of those athletes. You know, those yeah. those quick, fast inside linebackers. That's why you move Marcus Allen. Oh, sure. To, to, I mean, as a safety, maybe he's not the fastest safety, but as an inside linebacker. He's a pretty he fast. Ins- yeah, right, he's right, a pretty right. fast inside linebacker. Speed in the middle of the field, right? Uh, and I bet they do draft one. Maybe it isn't an early round and, pick. And we've talked it's about be the depth. Can run. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about the depth of that position in this draft. You can get guys into maybe even the fifth and sixth round that are that are good athletes. Yeah, that are that are, that are yeah, prospects. Coach yeah. them up and 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 see what they are. Yeah, and again, you have before these two moves, fourteen million ish of cap space. They probably didn't put much of a dent in that. No, and, with the with the displacement and everything else, you probably you probably shaved one one point five off your cap. Something like that. I mean, yeah. we get the Dobbs here in a minute, but I mean, you can. That's 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 good for what? The, how many snaps Vince might play? Yeah, I mean, he played sixty percent plus last year. Mm-hmm. The year before, not as many because they don't want Vince Williams on the field. I say, I think they they'd love. 33, 40. You right, know, yeah. Anything, there's right, a there's right. a purpose there. Yeah. But but there's still you gotta drop someone out there for those forty six percent of the snaps. Right. Yeah. Still four hundred snaps or whatever. Yeah. And you don't know who you're gonna get in the draft. So the familiarity of it all adds up. It, it's not a big investment, you know, right. It really isn't. No. Um as for the Dobbs 
situation, I think that does affect what they do in the draft. But there's no chance they sign a quarterback or draft a quarterback. Because now they have four. Now they have four. Do you think – I'd like to see his contract. Is he guaranteed to make the team? No, no. Okay, I, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of like him and Haskins are fighting for that third spot. Yeah, I guess if Haskins is a wash – you just you go got back to you got Dobbs and you know mm-hmm. you you know who he is he He's knows very your much offense. the bird in the hand yeah okay yeah I haven't given the Dobbs one a lot of thought I was a little shocked when it came across because and, you, you know if if you went into it with three at the very least and after the draft is over you're signing a quarterback because you need that fourth arm you have at least four in camp yeah. right 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 so okay with, I mean, with Dobbs back you probably don't do that unless somebody falls into your lap mm-hmm. you know no I think you're right is are any of them practice squad eligible. Uh, with the way the rules have changed now, you I don't get remember. you get four, I believe, that are who are veteran guys. I, I would think that Dobbs would be I would eligible. Think Haskins might even be eligible. He I don't know. He, he may have started to too many into. games. I don't know. Okay. How that, you know, I'd have to look at the rules. And we usually what we do with that is at the start of training camp, um, Kevin Colbert will come back and talk to us off the record, and we'll run down the entire roster. Of who's, who is and who, who is and who isn't based okay. on that year's rules it's, because it's, it changes from year to year. And it's not there's not a website you can just go to and it'll tell you either. It, right. It's not easy to find. But Dobbs has been Dobbs should be practice squad eligible. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you would think you'd like that four on the roster total when things roll around. And they typically on game they day. typically don't. Mm-hmm. They typically have the the so. three quarterbacks and they keep them all on the active roster. Yeah. The thing with Devlin Hodges a couple of years ago was uh, last year was. Different because of the yeah, well, I guess pandemic. That's a good point. And Haskins might be a knucklehead. He might not be someone they can count on, or he might come in and look great. And yeah. then Dobbs is. Well, gone that's the other. Th- that's the other great thing about bringing Dobbs in to fill that that fourth spot. If you were bringing in a number four guy before, he's going to learn your offense. Yes, and you got to spend more time. You got to spend time working with him. Now you that's can spend that time working too. with Haskins. Right. Like, and you don't have to worry about your number four guy, and they can they're going to be on equal footing. He's super smart, been around the block, knows the offense back and forth. It's not going to change that much under Canada. But he does run better than all the other ones. There's that, yeah. Without question. Um, there's times during the duck period that they would have killed to have Hodges. Or, or Dobbs, yeah. You know, and I think that's the best point is, yeah, he'll get snaps. But he's not going to eat into all the snaps that Rudolph and Haskins are going to get. No. You know. In week one of the preseason, right. things like that. Yeah, you know, they're going to get a lot of valuable snaps to evaluate them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looking at the uh, the big signing in the AFC North, and we talked a little bit about this one. On yeah, Monday. I kind of expected it. Uh, Ten million dollars for Jadavian Clowney. Up to is what I saw. Yeah, well, I think it's an eight million plus two oh, million wow. in incentives. Wow. Okay. So that's a lot. It's a lot of money. I mean, so they've they've paid, and I saw uh, Tony Grossi put out the tweet that the, the Browns now have. Five former number one picks on their defensive front. One of them, okay. one of them, Tack, Tack McKinley. McKinley and, yeah, yeah, right, right. And he got I caught mean, twice. Right. Big whoop. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sheldon Richardson's another one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, decent player, but not. I number. Mean, they have two first overall picks. Yeah. To think of it, you know, Clowney hasn't quite lived up to that. Actually, they have three because three total on the team. Oh right, yeah. right, right. I was thinking about that. And they now have, I, I believe, the the other part of it was they have they have ten first round draft picks on their roster. Doesn't shock me. They've yeah. been bad forever, and they had multiple firsts. But like, and, yeah, right, right. But right. only like four of them were were actually drafted by them. Okay, <laughs> I see what you're saying. I mean, Njoku and obviously Mayfield, and I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's something. I mean, when in doubt, I would bring in a high pedigree player and hope you can coach them up and you know, revive their career and. 
you know, we kind of laugh at Clowney now for two years in a row, but he's not bad. I mean, no, I'm. Not, I, I mean, he's he certainly back to game. Certainly better than what the Browns had. Yeah, especially post Vernon injury, and you know. But right. I don't. I don't know how much a how much you can trust him to be on the field. I don't at all. Right. Right. And and B. Is he worth that kind of money? Now they they I also saw this thing where they, they may have to t- ask like Richardson to take a pay cut or release him to mm-hmm. sign Clowney. Well, then if that happens, and you didn't help your team, not really. And I especially don't have a real in, especially in this draft, by the way. Right, that's what I was sitting here thinking. Is so how do they set themselves up for the draft? Because nearly every mock you see had them taking an edge guy, and there yeah. was. You should be four or five in that neighborhood that works out. Phillips or Rousseau or Pay or whoever yeah. they like or who's available. Ojolari or whoever right. it is. Yeah. But if you're weaker at tackle and you eliminated the end need, that doesn't line up with the draft at all. No. I mean, it's the total opposite. Yeah. I mean, are you then taking Christian Barmore at 25 just because? And maybe, but that's a little overdrafting. And is he ready to play 85% of the snaps yet? Probably not. Don't know. He's never done right, it. Right, right, right. Exactly. That's uh, interesting. I mean, I still think a D lineman would be in play for them. Yeah. Yeah. Clowney could pay off big. I mean, he, oh, it's it's a it's could. a it's a it's a swing for the fence. There's no it doubt is. about that. Um, and, and the Browns are doing a lot awful lot of that. Um, but the Titans did that last year. Yeah. With the same guy, and it didn't work out. And it was even later in the process. I mean, remember last year, nobody really wanted him a year ago. Right. You know, I mean, he he loomed out there for a long time. Had Houston had dealt him to Seattle. And then he loomed out there forever. Titans signed him. Didn't want to bring him back. They gave him thirteen million dollars. They gave him a lot of money, right? And he's made he's, again. We, I looked this up on money. He's made sixty-seven million dollars in his career. Overall pick, and and now you're you're attacking another. He'll be up to seventy-five million now. Yeah. And wow. what's he what's he really done? I mean, what's he have twenty-five sacks in his career, something yeah. like that? I'm guessing. Yeah. You know, right around there. Yeah, and missed a lot of missed games. It, it could pay off. He would not be a guy I would invest in, and I think we both agree on that for yeah. two years running. And you're on four teams in four, less than four years is a red flag. Yeah, something's wrong. Right, right. Like if, his, if he hadn't been the first overall pick in the draft, does he get signed to that many teams? I don't think. Yeah. Or, you know, Although McKinley keep... has. Yeah, he's they signed two. They've they've, sent, they've signed their two big solutions at edge. Yeah, are signing two guys who've been on four different teams in two years. In a sh- very short <laughs> amount of time. And those guys, the old team didn't want to bring him back. It's the key. You get to know him. You're with him every day. I'm like, eh, we can. Yeah, we can live without that guy. Right, right. And he's not worth it. And, and I, you yeah. know, I again, you, you get some of that mercenary. Right. You know, Richardson's kind of that too. Oh yeah, without question. I mean, that's definitely who Clowney's become. I mean, Namakong Sue's that guy. I mean. I mean, some good players. Rebus was like that at the end of his career. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I mean, get all the money you can. I don't blame the player. Just, I don't know. It it, it could backfire. It doesn't really move the needle for me with the Browns. No. I, I think we'll see clips today that they're the team to beat in the North. Yeah. Or can they challenge the Chiefs and just, you know, Vegas odds will change. And it doesn't do that for me. No, not no, at all. No. Not at all. Um, Monday after we were done, uh, the Julian Edelman news hit everywhere. Yeah. And the thing that struck me about it quickly, and I wrote about it that night, was like the Hall of Fame put out a thing saying, Julian Edelman will be eligible for the Hall of Fame in, in 2026. Five years from now, whatever, right. They don't do that for everybody, first of all. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Secondly, Julian Edelman is in no way, shape, or form a Hall of Fame player. I 100% agree. I uh, had a long conversation about it yesterday on my podcast and in a way I feel bad because 
had a great career. Yeah, I mean, I'm not di- I'm not discounting you know what, I mean? what the guy but, did. And I had people coming after me on on Twitter when I tweeted out the story. You're an idiot, blah blah blah. I'm like, look, I said the guy's a great football player. Great football player. He's not a Hall of Famer. No, I mean, immediately that's the new thing. As soon as you retire, Hall of Fame or not, you know, as opposed to. He should be in the Patriots circle of oh, absolutely. or whatever. Absolutely. And, you know, and I'm, I mean, he'll be beloved in Boston player. forever. Right. Right. Never should buy a beer in Boston again. You know I mean? But the way I look at it, and I think you sent me this. It might have been a buddy of mine. They compared Heinz Ward's numbers to Edelman's. Have you seen these? I, I did the same thing, yeah. Okay. Because If Edelman's, you compare Wes Welker's numbers That's the other name Edelman's. I was going to bring up. Like, I think Welker's better than Edelman. Yeah. And he has better numbers. And it was he was the pioneer there too. I mean, he yeah. sort of paved the way for him. Edelman's a great player, and his postseason numbers are awesome. But I think Ward has no chance of being in the in the Hall of Fame. And Ward, I'd probably rather play against Edelman. Yeah. And Ward's got better numbers. It's exactly what I wrote. Yeah, um, that, and I said, look, you know, I get it. Um, you know, I sat in in that in the the, the room a couple of years ago and listened to Ron Borges talking about how. And he was the the Boston mm, okay. uh, representative on, yeah, on the sure. Hall of Fame committee, talking about how those Patriot teams. He was sp- uh, speaking specifically about the early, the okay. three early titles. McGinnis, Rabel, yeah, and, yeah. So it's you know he, you know I think Ty Law is the only one that's that's in from that group. Yeah. But, um, he said so. Essentially, what people were saying is it was it was Belichick's team, Brady, and a bunch of slappies on that team because nobody else is in the in the Hall of Fame. Um, and I, I said, look, I, uh, this is not an anti-Patriot thing. I voted for Richard Seymour. Yeah, oh yeah, for Seymour the Hall of Fame. One I think is getting Julian spiked. Edelman is not a Hall of Fame player. No. I'm sorry, he's 600 so career catches. Yeah, in 12 I, years, I, I don't think he, so at no point in his career was he considered a top five wide receiver. Not even close. I mean, those slot machines put up numbers, but most of their catches are long handoffs. I mean. Yeah. Uh, I, I, slots in general, you know, the Welkers, the Amendolas, even the Michael Thomases of the world now, you got to be a tough SOB. I mean, because you don't get pushed out of bounds right. by, you know, five, nine every cornerbacks. Time. I mean, sometimes deep tackles fall on you, and it's not for everyone. But what we're seeing now from slot guys, Tyree Kill's a perfect example, they'll burn you over the top. You know, yeah. Edelman was a very one-dimensional guy, and he was a long handoff. And to me, that was not, you know, a Hall of Fame special player. It, go, it goes back to the Steve Tasker argument. Right, 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 I right. I mean, good football player. Sure. Played a great role on, a, on, on good teams. Great teams, on right. great, Yeah. Limited. But that doesn't mean that you're a Hall of Famer. No, no. I yeah, you know, somebody's gave it, well, how is Lynn Swan a Hall of Famer if, if Julian Edelman's not? Look at the numbers. The numbers are... Look, I looked this up. In 1978, the first year that the NFL went through a 16-game schedule, Mm -hmm. there were 4,000-yard receivers in the league. And Steve Largent led all wide receivers, I believe, with 77 catches. Who's also a Hall of Famer. Who's also a Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. It was a completely different ball game. It was. It was. I mean, 4,000-yard receivers, if that happened a couple years ago, there were like 4,000-yard rushers. (laughs) Right, right. You know, people throw the football. I mean, I think there's an the argument against Swan. Don't get me wrong. He didn't play a super long time, doesn't have great numbers. But for the way he I had great numbers it, for his time, though. I was say, from what I recall, he was one of the top five receivers yeah. without question, also on a great team. And I do think that I understand the Patriot argument of 60s Packers, 70s Steelers, 80s um, Niners, maybe even early 90s Cowboys. Like, they're littered with Hall of Famers. Yeah. 
But the way the Patriots were constructed wasn't that same way. And free agency was a thing back then. Like, the Steelers wouldn't have kept Joe Green, Lambert, Right, Ham. those guys <laughs> would have been moving around. Right, right. You can't put the franchise tag on all of them. So, you know, it, times were different. I mean, the, they were built, Gronk's going to go, and but they're not going to have the same percentage of them that the Steelers and those teams no. I mentioned will. No, I mean. No way. And, and, Too much turnover. Quite frankly, I mean, Belichick's partly to blame for that. Oh, absolutely. He get, I mean, look, put it this way. He's not in the business of putting guys in the Hall of Fame. If, yeah, right. He's trying to win, he's trying <laughs> right, to win right, football right. games. If uh, the the guy that they traded to the Cardinals, uh, the, the, like Chandler Jones, for Ch- example. If, okay, right, if right, Chandler right. Jones stays in New, in New England, mm-hmm. he's probably on a Hall of Fame track right now. Right, right. He'd I have mean, a couple Super Bowls in his name. He probably right. has you know eighty sacks at this point. People right. would be saying, yeah, Chandler Jones probably a Hall of Famer. And even Richard Seymour, who we mentioned, right, he trades him to the Raiders right when he started to decline. For but he picked up more than a first round pick for him. I mean, right. he's a big name guy, you right? Know, like a DeForest Buckner type trade from a year ago. So, I mean, he's not going to stick with them super long. He's going to bring in a lot of guys. The league turns over a heck of a lot faster. And Brady made a lot of average football players great. Right. <laughs> you know? it was, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know. Good football players great, you know. Uh, I, I get the, the you know, the, the people in Boston are, are you know, wow, he's, he's, you know, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I don't see it at the, all. Sorry. National, t- I mean, we just devoted – Five minutes talking about it. National TV shows are doing this one. He's an automatic Hall of Fame. Get out of here with that crap. Not close. Especially Please. in this era. I mean, yeah. Who who are some of the rec- put it? Let's put like. it this way: When Marquise Pouncey retired earlier this year, yeah, Marquise Pouncey was on the All Decade team mm-hmm. for the 2010s, and a lot more Pro Bowl. The Hall of Fame didn't put out a thing saying, "Hey, Marquise Pouncey's going to be eligible for the Hall of Fame in 2026." Good point. Good point. And he's at least as deserving. Probably more so. Probably I mean, more so when we've had that center. Edelman, Edelman was never a Pro Bowl player. Never, never made a Pro Bowl. Two. Never, right. never was All Pro. Right, none, right. not one. I'm not sure he was ever the best receiver on his team, if you include Gronk. There's that, or James White. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, really good player. I mean, he was the best had. receiver on their team last year. Last year, he hardly played. <laughs> right, he's the worst passing game in the league. No, he's great, but like, Torrey Holt's not in yet. Right, and, and that's that was my argument. Like, why Heinz Ward is, is never—he's not going to get in the not, Hall of Fame. No, he, just, he can't even become a finalist. Yeah, and because now now people look at the numbers and like, well, but you can't measure today's numbers versus numbers from you know twenty-five years ago. Right? No, no you can't. Question, you can't. But you can measure. But I know Edelman played in this era. But like, who's up this year? I think Andre Johnson's up this year. Andre Johnson versus Edelman. Like, who do you not think close. everyone wants to play against? Not close. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. I mean. And he's not even the Calvin level or the the no brainer Julio's or and Larry's. And, somebody you know. brought up AJ Green. Like AJ Green was a was has been a dominant player for. He at least was in the best players and, in the position. and has better numbers than Edelman. If he retires, nobody's saying, "Well, AJ Green's a slam dunk for the Hall of Fame." Right. Bad teams. Ed, Green was a better player. Yeah. I mean, if they never. Who'd you rather stuff, play against? Much rather rather play against Edelman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. all day long. I mean, the, the taste in your mouth for Green the last year or two aren't great, but. He was a top five receiver for five years in a row, right? Or at least. I mean, yeah, I, I, that's a good example. So I, I just think the whole thing is silly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what happens? It, it leads you down a road to where you have to sit there. And I, again, I have nothing but respect for Julian Edelman as a player. Absolutely, but this is a high bar. But let's let's stop with this crap for, for just. Right. I mean, come on. Again, I go back to the pouncy thing. Nobody's talking this way. I mean, people in Pittsburgh talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, is Pouncey a Hall of Famer? 
it wasn't a national thing that you know. No, no, he's not getting that buzz. They weren't talking right. about it on NFL Network and, and ESPN right. constantly, and every time you turn the radio on that on One national of the best show. Centers this generation retired. You know, again, like if Alex Mack didn't play yeah. again, we wouldn't hear that either. No, you know? right, right, right. So, I don't plan on going down this road, and I'm not bashing Steelers, but I really think when you, it's the sniff test. Like when you say a name, is he a Hall of Famer or not? If it's a yes right off the bat, he should be in. If he's not, like frankly, Terrell Davis, I'm not sure Bill Cowher. I mean, like right. there's some guys lately the last five years that I think have gotten in that don't get the automatic stamp of approval, and by no means would Edelman be even to their level. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the guys that I had questions that went in. I mean, I, I again, I sat in that room a couple of years ago, and Torrey Holt doesn't get in. Right. Reggie Wayne. I think he's up this year. Yeah, it's he made it this year, but he, he, yeah. that was his first year. He didn't get in. He didn't get in, right. They're you know? better players. Yeah. I mean, took Isaac Bruce a long time. Took Tim Brown a long time. You know, the recent ones. You know, Edelman's not close to those guys. Not even in the same. And they're even a generation behind him. I mean, the right. receivers now are better. Yeah. Like, much better. Yeah, I mean, you, you just look around the league. And, and part, again, I get it. Part yeah. of it is they're throwing the ball more than ever. And his postseason numbers are tremendous. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that carries a lot of weight. He also played rating. 19 postseason games, which doesn't hurt. <laughs> You're going to have some you know? numbers, right. But his numbers, his postseason numbers still pale in comparison to Jerry Rice. Oh, sure, like, sure. Yeah. As, as every receiver's does. But, mm-hmm. again, that doesn't – okay, you played on some good – you played on some great teams. Good for you. Absolutely. You, you came up big in a Super Bowl and, yeah. and, and did – Major re- contributor to those teams. Absolutely. Right. You got the Super Bowl ring. I don't, that doesn't necessarily get you a gold jacket. Yeah, I, I think this is where you were going with from the start, though. I was just kind of shocked how the major networks, the national people, that was the immediate conversation. Yeah. Not, boy, a great player retired, yeah. tremendous, but immediately it goes to Hall of Fame. And then it forces like, well, you now to. I got to say bad yeah, things about him. Now it forces you to throw dirt on the on the grave, like you're right, right, right. Like, no, he's not. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, it should be in their ring of honor or whatever, tremendous, but no, he's not to that level. Yeah, you know, I agree. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we want to thank Jacob Breck for keeping us on the air throughout the course of the show. And we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive. I'm here with uh, Matt Williamson, as usual. And uh, Matt, uh, Mel Kuyper gets a lot of grief this time of year because, sure. I mean, he's been putting out mock drafts for years. 
And I've been buying his guide since I was like six years old. Yeah. <laughs> Can you still buy it? I don't even know. No, he, he yeah, hung I, it up a couple years ago. I was going to say, I didn't think semi retired from that. I got a bunch of those from over the years uh, yep, somewhere yep, in my the house. Blue book. Right. Yeah. Um, but he put out his uh, his uh, second or his, his latest mock draft. It's mm-hmm. a two round mock. Two round mock. First year that they're actually doing trades on ESPN. Yeah. Mock, which is, Mel finally gave that the go ahead. That's the thing about mock drafts. I, I like I do my mock drafts on on uh, DKPittsburghSports.com. Mm-hmm. And there's been one guy, I think, in each of the last three weeks, he comes on and says, I don't know why people waste their time on these mock drafts. You just spent the time coming on here in all three of these. Well, they're immensely popular. To comment on it. (laughs) You read it. It's something that you think is a waste of time. They're immensely popular. People want to see. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I hope no one looks at them and thinks all of us are predicting this or that's the thing that I on the line. That, that's the other part of the equation with that. People are like, going to be this guy. Well, this is stupid. This I'm like, this is just one. I'm, it's an I'm, exercise. It's, it's an exercise. Right. If this happens, then this happens, right. and this like the it's one I put reaction. the one I put out last week. I passed on a running back in the first round to take Caleb Farley instead. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened because of the value. Well, here's what happens. I'm, sure. I didn't I didn't get a running back until round four. Or the Browns signed sign Clowney, so now they don't take an edge, and now that edge falls to the Bucks. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's all, the ripple effect. Yeah. The Everything, Arnold trade, yeah. the Niners trade. And no one's saying they're going to get a high percentage of these right, even Mel. But what's interesting about Mel, and some of these guys are more doubted than other, like Kuiper's mock, and this is the first two-rounder, I'm much more concerned with the names than the placement because right. someone's – People tell him things, and if he's all of a sudden got a guy in the first round, a few do. Or a guy in the second round. That, and there's a lot of those yeah. in this draft. That's what I think is interesting about this one. Again, because in every draft, the, the, those 15 guys, there are 15 guys that everybody should around. nail. Right, right, right. The, I know these 15 guys are going in the first right. round. We might not know what landing spot, yeah. of course. I mean, and that could change, and one trade throws One trade throws off. everything off. Oh, of course. But it's those, it's those next 40 to 50 that you mm-hmm. go, okay, those guys – do you get those right? Right, right, right. Like, boy, I didn't think of him as a second rounder, but I could understand why somebody yeah. would. Or, you know, where's Walker Little going, who hasn't right. played in two years? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? this like, and I this year is more of that than any because oh, it's so many bad. guys haven't played. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so no surprises here at the top. He's got Lawrence to the Jaguars, mm-hmm. Zach Wilson to the Jets, Mac Jones to mm-hmm. the 49ers. I think Mac Jones is a done deal, but I do think it's noteworthy that Lance and Fields are both having a second pro day. And the 49ers are at both. They're at both. Yeah. And there's only like As they five should or be. six yeah. teams that are at both. You know, or they're even going to any of them. Like the Steelers aren't even going. They're, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's for those teams. Uh, he projects a trade then between Miami and Atlanta at four. So Miami goes to four. Yeah. Okay. So the, Miami then takes Kyle Pitts. I guess if you love them, you got extra draft picks. You don't want to wait. And Okay. Uh, that then makes uh, at five Panay Sewell to the okay. Bengals. Which I'm sure they'd be happy. Happy as could be with. The Falcons then take Trey Lance at six. Guess that makes sense. I mean, if you were going to take him at four, you know, you, got him at six. you know Miami's not moving up for a quarterback. You know Cincinnati's yeah, not going to take a quarterback. So you get the same guy. Yeah, unless you loved Pitts. And, and you you're, you can, you're putting out all this information. Hey, we you know we really like we really like mm-hmm. we could take Pitts here. We could you know we really like Pitts. Maybe that does force somebody to move up there that yeah loves Pitts to to go do that. I I, I guess there's some sense to that. Not to mention if you're sitting there at six. You could still field the same calls you did at four for whoever loves right. Lancer Fields. Yeah, you right. Know, if it's the the Panther or the uh, Patriots or Washington or whomever. At seven, the Lions then take Jamar Chase. 
I'm sure they'd be thrilled to yeah. throw that way for him. At eight, the Panthers take Devontae Smith, which is that's a little odd. That's a little odd because I mean they're pretty stacked at wide receiver. They well, are. I mean they did lose uh, the the slot. Yeah, Samuel's Samuel. gone. Yeah, Samuel's gone. They got more in Anderson. Uh, yeah, Anderson's and you could still. use you could kind of use more in that Samuel role now if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and McCaffrey comes back. Yeah, I mean I'm sure they would do a cartwheels for Pitts. I think Sewell can't get past them. I think I might take Slater if it, if it went that way yeah. over over uh, Smith. Uh, at nine, Denver takes Micah Parsons. I, I think that's possible. We've talked yeah. about Fangio's infinity affinity for. That would Every be strange that they would pass on fields. Yeah, I guess that would be. I don't know how they that could. would be. A, that would be a tough decision in their in their draft room. See, like, I don't think it would be. I would, take the <laughs> I would too, right, but right. Run up yeah, I could see I could see year. Fangio banging on the table. I know I need that inside linebacker yeah. that to I run mean, my defense. You get Bolton in the second round, right? In this <laughs> you don't draft, get yeah. Close to Fields in the second round, right? yeah. Uh, New England then trades up to ten hmm. with Dallas and takes Fields. Okay. That would be terrible. Yeah. So none of those quarterbacks make it out of the top ten, which I think, which is I think is realistic. Yeah, no matter how you how you fit them, and maybe Mel- they certainly aren't making it to twenty four. No, <laughs> or to fifteen, where the where the Pats pick. Yeah, I mean, so I think they would have to move up, and that would be a record. Five in the top ten is would be a record. I'm not friends with Mel or anything like that, but I've followed his work for so long. I can guarantee what he just did there in the top ten is he wanted to get the right ten players. Yeah. You know, and if, if we had to make a couple little trades, which he never did trades before, fine. But I bet Mel, it was, if he were sitting here and we're off the record, would say, I think those would be the top ten picks. I don't care where or what number. I think that's you pretty know, safe. That's probably yeah. what's going on. The here. only guy that could cha- that could possibly change that is goes at 11, and that's Jalen Waddle. I say Waddle, Sertain, Slater. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. you know, Sertain then goes at twelve to the Eagles. Fair enough. Uh, the Chargers take Slater. They'd be thrilled to do again, that. and I think Chargers are a good spot. I, I think at that part, at that point, your top thirteen. They might be the thirteen. That's your cutoff. They right might there. be the thirteen. That's you your cutoff. Right. I mean, you could make a, an argument that fourteen Christian Derisaw, fifteen J.C. Horn. They're Those guys are going in the first there. round. Right, yeah, right, they are. Um, of the 13, Parsons is the only one I could see slipping a little slipping bit. Slipping. Yeah. Because he's got a little off the field, and linebackers are hard to fit sometimes. Right. But, and it's Denver a deep, and it's a deep linebacker, and it's a deep linebacker. But he's the best of the group. I mean, I bet Belichick would grab him if they don't trade up. You know, like, I don't know if he gets past the right. top half of the first round. So then, yeah, as I said, uh, 15, the Cowboys go J.C. Horn. 16, the Cardinals go Caleb Farley. Okay. I guess his medical rechecks supposedly are going. Supposedly well. it went yeah, well. Yeah, been positive. Um, <laughs> but I think it's safe to say Darrisaw and Horn aren't going to be Steelers. They're not going to. Yeah, right they're now. not going to be there. It's seventeen. The Raiders take Elijah Vera Tucker. Is okay. he? A, he's a slam dunk first rounder. Yeah, I think so as I well. Even so, though yeah. he's he projects better, maybe as a guard, he's I the best of the group. Yeah, I don't know if he gets past Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple spots that are just obvious ones for him, or the Giants even as early as possible. You know. At 18, the Dolphins take Quiddy Pay. Okay. He's he's pretty much a slam dunk first rounder. I think he's a slam dunk first rounder, but he could be there at 24. Right. At 19, Washington takes Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa. I think he's a slam dunk first rounder. I'd really be shocked if he's there when Pittsburgh picks. Yeah. I watch him. At 20, the Bears take Tevin Jenkins. Perfect Bear. Yeah. Nasty weather, you know, slow field. Sure. Uh, At 21, the Colts take Jalen Phillips. That would be fine for them. I think he's the best edge in the class, and they could use one. I think that this year is the cutoff. I think everybody twenty-one and up are probably are probably first rounders. Yeah. On anybody's no board. one you listed there, I could see going in the second round. Right. 
I mean, like, would the Chiefs pass on Jenkins if he fell? No way. I don't see. No. no, no way. It's right. just not, no. Or Darasaw. Or, right. Or even a, a Vira Tucker would, you know. Right. The Rosen Cormor is going to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, all those guys are definite first-rounders, I think, unless Farley is a medical region. Right. At 22, the Titans take Elijah Moore. I don't think he's a guaranteed, but that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. I, I think that's where that's the first name on here. Where mm-hmm. I look at it and say, yeah, he could probably top if he went in the second round. I wouldn't be surprised. But pulling out the meld English dictionary, that makes me think he could go pretty high. Yeah, for somebody's because he's ahead of Bateman. Yeah. he's ahead of uh, Marshall, and he tested know. really well. I and mean, he's a great player. Yeah, and he's a great, he's a great player. player. To me, he's my fifth receiver. At twenty-three, the Jets take Greg Newsom. I would be shocked if he's not a first rounder too. Yeah. Okay. But he would be the fourth cornerback on this yeah, on this board, right? You know, at twenty four, the Steelers take Najee Harris. Okay, which it's kind of who we've been lobbying yeah. for. I, I bet Mel's got a, a birdie or two in his ear, thinking that that's a good fit. In the line of teams, tell you what they think or mm-hmm. what their what their intentions are, but what they don't do. The James Conner contract yesterday. Yeah, maybe we should bring that up. Uh, one year, one point seven five million. It's not a ton. Not a ton of money. The Steelers most certainly could have paid that. Oh, yeah. And they didn't. And I don't know what Belage got, but. Not, you get the minimum. Yeah. You get the minimum. Yeah, okay. I mean, they could have so not signed Belage. They're, I mean, that. they're screaming from the rooftops, we're taking a running back <laughs> yeah. early in this draft. And we weren't real excited to bring James back. And they weren't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they right. could have done that in a heartbeat. Right. They could have easily. And still drafted they somebody. They could have given them $2 million in a right. heartbeat. Right. Um, another note on that I just wanted to bring up because. I hadn't realized this when we talked about the rumors. It, it, Arizona, they have a first-round pick, a second-round pick in the middle of the round, and then, like, nothing else. Yeah. The, the Hopkins deals and the Hudson deals, they're done. So I bet they don't take – I bet they don't swipe a Steeler draft running back with their first two picks. Well, they certainly don't now. That's what I mean. Yeah. So th- I think this, this signing works doubly well for the Steelers, that it takes one more out of the equation for Williams, ATN, Harris – and you might get a slight comp pick in the return, you know. Right. So it's a double whammy. I don't think they. I think he needed to get two million or more. Is to, that how to, that to works? Qualify for that, and it would have been a seven. And right I, now, and I know there's a cutoff date for when comp matters and when it doesn't. That might have passed. It, no, it's still it's still, it's in, still play, in play. Yeah. Okay. It goes right up to the draft, and then after that, it cuts. Then it's free. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Najee Harris at 24. I don't think that doesn't surprise anybody. No, we would have been qual- no qualms with that. Yeah. At 25, the Jaguars take Trevon Moerig. That's been happening a lot is he a slam well first of all is harris a slam dunk first round no is morig a a slam dunk no 26 the browns take jamin davis not a slam dunk not a slam dunk i can see that happening now this is the range that we're in now again once we got past 20 there are no slam dunks here no right at 27 the ravens take terrace marshall we keep seeing that one and mel's mocked that like a hundred times and he's really dialed in with the ravens at 28, the Saints take Side Zavian. note, though. I mean, just Mel putting Jamin Davis at 26 or whatever. 25, yeah. He's not going to be there for the Steelers' second rounder. No. You know, no. He's, he's going to go shortly after, if not. Yeah. Right. At 28, the Saints take Zavin Collins. Okay. Again, same neighborhood as, as uh, Davis. At 29, the Packers take Rashad Bateman. Hmm. I think they'd love that. Packer fans would love that. Yeah. I think he's a really good player. Plus, he, he played at Minnesota. It's played not at that Minnesota. Far, far he's got away. some toughness to him, yeah. too. Yeah, like you mentioned, if Newsom is a definite fall or first rounder, I think yes because can he, I don't know the Green Bay could pass on him. Yeah, and a couple of teams like that. But Bateman, 
could get out of the first round, but I think he'd be a steal in the second. Buffalo takes Aziz Ojolari at 30. Okay. I think there's a real good chance that's an edge. That's a... I've warmed up to him a little bit more, I think, than you have. Yeah. He's, he's a got little one-dimensional. He's got some traits. He does I, have some traits. He's not going to be for everybody. No. But if you're a team that runs a 3-4. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way they run their front in Buffalo, which is why I put uh, I put Oway there a lot, is because Hughes is their number one, but they don't have a Watt or a Garrett. Yeah. or you know, They get pressure – and they'll they'll rotate seven eight guys in and so that's a good situation for those guys that might play thirty snaps as they learn. Yeah. You know? At thirty one, speaking of Oa, he goes to the Chiefs. Wow, that seems like a luxury, but they tend to do that. Yeah, you know they tend to just take the the, the, the luxury picks. At thirty two, the Buccaneers take Christian Barmore. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I've actually marked that a few times. You know, he could just sit there and learn, move on from Sue after this year. No, that'd be good. At 33, the Jaguars take Kadarius Toney. Okay. There's some second-rounders here that are names that we haven't brought up much. They're yeah. pretty interesting from what I remember. 34, the Jets take ATN. No, oh, I bet they'd be thrilled to take him there. Yeah. 35, the Falcons take Gregory Rousseau. That's another nice pick for them. I'm not a big Rousseau guy, but yeah. you get him that late. 36, the, the Dolphins take Javante Williams. Hmm, Okay. This is what we're saying, though, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't take him at 24. You're not getting one of those guys. You him at yeah. 34. And, and the right. trade up from 55 to 35 with the Fal- with the Falcons to get up there high enough to do that, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you. You know, maybe this year's third or next year's next second. Year's second. Yeah. you going to go into next year's draft without a second-round pick? No. Uh, 37, the Eagles take Nick Bolton. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. At 38, the Bengals take Diami Brown. Yeah, he's a name. I see a lot of buzz about him. Yeah, he's yeah. a downfield guy. As good as this receiver class is, there's not many six one or overs. You know, yeah. outside the number traditional. I bet they see some AJ Green in them. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. they're gonna have to replace that style receiver. At 39, the Panthers take Landon Dickerson. If Steelers took him at 24, I'd be like, boy, their their doctors love him. He's worth it. Yeah, I have no idea where he's gonna go. At 40, the Broncos take Kelvin Joseph. Hmm. Traits. Yeah, I mean, he's been a guy that when we've done our mocks, he's available in the third and fourth rounds. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't realize I was reading Dame Brugler's thing. He already has seven rap albums out. Does he really? Seven. Seven. He's like 21 years old. Wow. And and, and some scouts are concerned about that because that's a negative. Because, like, is, is he more interested in being a musician? Sure. Or does he want to be a football player? Is he a musician that plays football on the side or is yeah. it the other way around? And the, and the football is just a way for him to pay for his. Yeah, right, right. You know. Just a job for now and you know, rap for the next, you know, the rest of and the And the Kentucky coaching staff uh, at the end of the year told him, hey, go ahead and opt out now because you're not, he wasn't totally sold in mm. buying in on the rest. On the, so they told him to go ahead and leave after with two games left. <laughs> that doesn't bode well. Six foot corners that have obscene skills in the SEC usually aren't asked to leave. Yeah. Or or, or it's cool for coaches. I also didn't realize he started his career at LSU. That makes more sense. And transferred. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, the, is the traits. Uh, at 41, Malcolm Kuntz. Yeah. That's been my guy. We brought him up a couple times. We steal him in the fifth round or whatever. Maybe not. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I, he, now, he, the thing about him is he was unable to work out at their pro day. Okay. Uh, but if you watch the tape, he's got he's nice bend. Player, yeah. Uh, you know, he just does a lot of natural pass rushing that mm-hmm. I'm looking at that. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. I don't know how fast he is or it's anything like that. Right, but right. He he's fast enough. He can bend. Right. No, that's interesting. I mean, 
again, that's why I wanted to talk about this one. I bet Mel's putting his stamp on just letting us all know you ain't getting that guy in the fifth round. Yeah. So the league likes him more than you think. Uh, at 42, another one of those kind of guys is Ronnie Perkins. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's been kind of in that range, but mm-hmm. uh, Koontz is a huge. That's a huge shocker, yeah. yeah. Uh, 43, Tyson Campbell goes to the 49ers. He seems like a second-round guy that needs work. Uh, 44, the Cowboys take Joe Tryon. Another guy who's got some traits. You yeah. Know. yeah. 45, the Jaguars take Hunter Long. Wow, that's early. Yeah. That's ahead of Friar That's ahead of Friar Really productive, though. Yeah. Not, not many guys that can block that are productive. At 46, the Patriots take Amari Rodgers. It's pretty early, too. Yeah. Usually you see him in third-ish. Good player. Uh, 47, Eric Stokes to the Chargers. Okay. Uh, 48, Richie Grant to the Raiders. They just signed a – they just signed – I mean, that would give them – They signed Joseph. Yeah. He's more of a strong. Grant, I guess, would be the free – yeah, I mean, their, their defense could use anything. Yeah. They still have Jonathan Abram, too. I've had some people say Grant's their favorite safety in this draft. I mean, I can't go that far. But. Yeah. Uh, 49, the Cardinals take 2-2 Atwell. Man. I guess that's the <laughs> offense to put him in. Four wide. Yeah. I mean, I know his – Somebody who Kyler's catch. bigger than. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. He has great after the catch numbers. If yeah, you want to get the ball out quickly and let your yeah you know, let your guys run quick hit. I mean, but boy, he is little. Uh, at fifty, the Dolphins take Jalen Mayfield. I think that's what he is. Yeah, like to me, he's not a first round pick, and he's probably a guard. He's probably a guard. Fifty one, Washington takes Davis Mills. That's the sixth quarterback off the. Yeah, I heard something today. That over the last 10 years, on average, there's .7 quarterbacks taken in the second round and .7 quarterbacks taken in the third round. So usually usually one. Yeah. I think he's going to be that one, if there is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Washington would be a great fit. Oh, they need, yeah. Right. Developmental Not guy. Not that much of an investment. Right. right. Uh, at 52, the Bears take Anthony Schwartz out of Auburn, the That's wide receiver. One. I mean. Really athletic. But didn't crazy as, burner as athletic as he is. He averaged eleven point eight yards a catch in college. Yeah, I mean, there's other. It doesn't. It I doesn't measure that. up. No. Like if if you're that kind, if you got that kind of speed, and he's not a small guy. No, no. Like you, maybe you break a tackle and, and you know break off a couple seventy yard touchdowns. Your, it just didn't happen. Junk. Yeah, you know, and Auburn's run by, Auburn's had that issue. I know. I, I know. I but mean, still, you catch a quick a quick hitter and and mm-hmm. turn it into an you know a seventy yard touchdown. I mean, Mel would know much better than me. I just don't think that's a second-round player. Yeah, I don't think so either, but... I mean, there's so many good receivers. He does have elite speed. Uh, 53, the Titans take Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense, right. 54, the Colts take Samuel Cosme. I'd be shocked he lasts that long. Yeah. Uh, We were talking tackles today on my podcast, and I thought... My co-host said, is there any chance Cosme gets out of round one? And I'm like, I don't think... Like, how's KC pass on him, or could Indy take him in round one? But or maybe they look maybe at it and say, something. well, there's only, you know, I think there was like four tackles taken mm-hmm. at that point. They're like, well, there's 12 or 15 that we'd like. Yeah. We can take the best athlete available here and, you and know, fill the, the need later. later. I mean, I get that logic, and we talk about that from a Steelers perspective a lot. You know what? One thing else that's interesting, we, we were talking about this with receivers. There's a lot of short, fast receivers. Yeah. 
There's a lot of short, fast tackles too. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, there's a, so, one of the few that isn't. Does the yeah Does the league then start to trend that way because? Yeah, there's a lot of guys that a little bit short arms that ran really well that are six four and a half. You know. Yeah. You know, the, the the left versus right thing has been right. Doesn't matter anymore. Doesn't matter as much, right? Like a Tevin Jenkins. Yeah. Isn't a traditional left, but who cares? Uh, at 55, the Steelers then take Dylan Raddins. Hmm. Okay. Which. I mean, that's a quality pick at yeah. 55. 56, the Seahawks take Joseph Asai. I can see that. Yeah. Then that's like their only pick of the draft, really. 57, the Rams take Ernest Jones. We're into the NFC West getting that's their first pick. That's the one with Koontz that shocked me most. Yeah. Like, I had to go back and be like, what, what do I know about him again? You know, like, a lot of lists, he's the 12th kind of, to 15th Kind linebacker. of a thumper type. Yeah. 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 There must be some buzz. I mean, I, again, I think that was on purpose. At 58, the Ravens take Liam Eikenberg. That'd be a good pick for them that way. Yeah. 59, the Browns take Dwayne Eskridge. Hmm. I can see that. They're, the receivers don't have a lot of juice. Yeah. 60, the Saints take Rondell Moore. Boy, that's a Saints pick. <laughs> I've mocked Tony there in the first round. Just Get a guy in space on yeah. the turf in the dome with, you know, Kamara and Thomas and let Peyton coach him up and scheme him up. Yeah. 61, the Bills take Benjamin St. Juiced. Huh. That's pretty early, that's too. That's early for him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No inter- traits there, though. No interceptions in his career. None. Wow. That would bother me more if it was a big school. I was well, used it's this- Minnesota. Yeah, I guess. I guess. That, that doesn't count. Yeah. No, I was thinking people just didn't throw at him, but. It's a big enough school that you're not going to hide. Yeah. You know, right. Uh, 62, the Packers take Jackson Carmen. Hmm. I mean, I, I think he's a guard. Well, I mean. But he's a masher. Yeah. I mean, they could use line help. 63, the, the uh, Chiefs uh, gamble pays off and they get Walker Little. Wow. That'd be great for them. Yeah. Worth the risk and they could probably bring him along slow enough. And then at 64, the Buccaneers take Simi Fehoko. Oh, the, the wide receiver out of Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, that's a surprise pick. I didn't know about him until about a week or so ago. I see some Chase Claypool there. Yeah. He is a big physical guy, and we mentioned this. I don't know that that is something the Buccaneers, I mean. I don't either. I don't think that's a real Brady-ish receiver. I, bet I also don't, I mean, sure if you're looking round. at the biggest strength of the Buccaneers, oh, yeah. it's their wide receivers. And they drafted Johnson last year, who's pretty yeah. good. And, you know, they got the, their other non-stars. And Scotty Miller. And you got yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Justin Watson out of South Fayette. Is, I promise you that he just wanted to get that name on paper yeah. in the second round. So we brought him up. And when he goes in the second round, they're like, Mel, Mel's pretty good. <laughs> uh, not where, but, you know, in the neighborhood. Yeah, right. No, but he's a big – there's not many of the big receivers in – He's not quite Claypool, but he's in that mold. Yeah, athletically, he's not the. He tested pretty well. He t- yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, he's not quite Claypool. But right. he's not quite as big. But he can run. Yeah, it's, I uh, uh, I put out my final tight end rankings today, hmm. and I ended up going with. Uh, Is this your ranks or th- these are my the rankings? Eyes? These are my rankings that I put okay. out on on. Uh, I went with Pitts, Friermuth, Tremble. Did you go to Iron Tremble? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brevin Jordan at four, Hunter Long at five. Okay. Um, Treble's a good player. I, I just think, you know, his blocking to me is nasty. Is, is nasty. And he ran a four six at his mm-hmm. pro day. Like, I could see even maybe ranking him ahead of Fryermuth because you don't know what. I have no idea how fast Fryermuth is. I know. And I, he, I've never seen him block. Right. Yeah. I think there is a little. 
stereotyping with with Fryermuth that because he's big and physical and looks the part, you think he's a highly accomplished inline blocker. They never asked him to do it. He was, I mean, yeah, he never pass blocked. I mean, he was like their best receiver. Pass blocking is important for tight ends, right? You know, yeah. Mel has long second going off the board, which I don't think is crazy either. No, I think he. I think long. Here's the thing: when when I see Pitts, Fryermuth, Revan Jordan, and Hunter Long, mm-hmm. those are what most teams are looking for at the tight end position now. Yeah, although I don't think Jordan's helped his stock much. Probably not, and, and and maybe, but he is still a down the seam threat. Depends what you want. Yeah, you know I mean? the Steelers probably have no he's, interest in him. He's very much like Njoku a little bit. Yeah, and, and he's a lot like Ebron too. Yeah, like yeah. I'm gonna get down the field. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the gonna catch. I'm gonna catch. 70% of what you throw at me and put on my <laughs> yeah, hands, I'm going to yeah. drop some. Yeah. But I'm a threat. He has short arms and small hands, though. And he yeah. has a lot of, a lot of balls. Which leads you to him. the right, drops. The drops. But he's a threat. I mean, he's somebody that, you know, if you, uh, you do we put a linebacker out there on him? Do we bring the safety down on oh, him? Oh, yeah. You yeah. Know? He's a weapon. Like, Drew Brees would love him because he'd right. hit him in stride and it'd be right here outside the numbers and let him run with yeah. him, you know? But he doesn't block But anybody. to me, Tremble, Tremble screams Steelers. He does. The, the playing personality, uh, big school, ready to help immediately. Special teams. That guy screams yeah. special teams to me, right. too. I mean, I bet he loves to run that on kickoffs and smack people. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, might, he might race Claypool down the field. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> See which right. Notre Dame guy can get the tackle first. I don't think I could use a second-rounder on him for the Steelers. That's the problem. Right. Like, Where does he fit in? And, and he may not be for everybody. I mean, you're talking about a guy no. with 34 career catches. Right. I mean, he's the backup at Notre Dame. Which he was the backup to Cole Komet and then last year, Michael Myers. and then Michael Myers this year. Who's a stud? That, I'm, know, not gonna, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say, well, he, you know, it's it's almost like the Barmore argument, right? Right. Well, right. he, you know, he wasn't a full time player at Alabama, but, but if he was at Missouri, he would have been. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think Pitt would have got him on the field. You know, probably I mean? would have done that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't hold that against him either. You know, if you're behind studs, that's the thing people don't realize, including myself, is. If there's a superstar who happens to be younger than you, you're out of luck. Yeah, you know, it makes you look bad in the you know to us sort of draft nicks, you know. But there's a yeah. reason for the it. coaching staff probably made promises to that kid when they got him because oh, he's, he's great. He's the number one you know tight end recruit in right. the country, and oh yeah, you're gonna play, you're gonna get every chance to start, and mm-hmm. then you know he's talented enough that he does, and that doesn't mean that, that that Tremble can't play. I mean, two years from now we might be sitting here talking about Michael Myers, the the, the killer from Halloween. It was that way if you a... think back when uh, in Iowa, uh, Hawkinson and Fant. Yeah. yeah, well, Hawkinson and Fant, and then even before that, with Kittle. With when Kittle came out, they had two that year in the draft. Yeah, and and Kittle. I believe was the starter, but he wasn't the full time play. He wasn't who he is. Focal point. Yeah, right. he was fifth round pick. Right, and he, because and he, he didn't have a really lot of. Well. Right, he blocked know. a lot. I don't know that Fryer move is in, or it trembles the next Kittle. No, right, right, right. But there's some traits there. There's some traits there. No, yeah. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. Like I was going to say, we'll be previewing the draft for two thousand or two years from now, talking about Myers is going to go in the top ten. You know, like Hawkinson right. did. And Tremble has two years in the league where he's caught, you know, 98 passes and is a good player and, yeah. you know, helping a team in a lot, a lot of ways. And it never comes up, you know. Like, oh, yeah, he was better than Tremble, but, I, I mean, mean, he's better than everybody. He's more athletic than Komet was. Yeah. And Komet was, what, the second tight end taken last year? First. First, First tight end taken yeah, last year. Yeah, bad class. In the second, in the second round draft. Second pick. round, right. I mean, yeah. And he finishes uh, rookie year pretty strong. And, and played well, yeah. Yeah, I think they like him. Yeah. No, I like your your call on Tremble. 
I'm warming up the long even more and more too, though. Too, yeah, even before uh, this melt thing. And I think you know, again, I think the Steelers are going to value a blocker there. Yeah. Um, I think the the guys that you look at after that are Eubanks out of Michigan. I don't know who number six is, but I don't want them. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, Dylan Soner out of Iowa State and, mm-hmm. and Luke Farrell out of Ohio State. Those are your, those are your late-round guys that yeah. take them in the sixth or seventh round. and Hope they're better than They Gentry. probably make your – you know, push Gentry off the roster. Probably your number three, but then you're still going to have to sign a number two. Yeah, I know. And who knows? I mean – Maybe things like signing Vince Williams implies that they're going to use a day two pick on one of these tight ends. Potentially, maybe yeah. Maybe that's, that's a, more on the radar than we realize. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Especially if you happen to trade down and get an extra pick or, you know. Yeah. He is uh, Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to, uh, to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. That's going to do it for this segment. So I want to thank uh, Jacob Reck for keeping us on the air. And we want to thank you for listening. Uh, you, of course, you can uh, you know subscribe to uh, all of our podcasts here on Steelers Nation Radio wherever you uh, get your podcasts, and uh, we appreciate when you do that. Leave us a good uh, a good rating as well. We really appreciate that. We do check back. Absolutely, on those yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah, so we, we don't like ask you guys enough to do that. So get on it. We like you to do that as well. But uh, that's going to do it for this show. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. Matt, it is mock draft time. Okay. We're two weeks out from the yeah. start of the draft. Right, right, right. So uh, we're getting closer and closer. And uh, we're using the profootballnetwork.com's okay. uh, drafter today. Uh, we're up at 24. We have a trade offer. Let's just, uh, before we get to that, let's go ahead and give the rundown here on who went just ahead of us. Okay, fair enough. Um, at 19... Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa mm-hmm. goes to Washington. At 20, Aziz Ojolari to the Colts. Fair enough. Yeah, they both add up. 21, the Dolphins, who traded back, apparently, take Najee Harris. Ah, okay. That's they traded back from – where did they trade back from? All the way back from their – they picked at six. Where were they at before? Uh, oh, they, I can't remember. It was their original pick, which was outside the playoffs. Yeah. So they were like 18, 19. At 22, the uh, – Titans take Christian Barmore. Wow. Seems a little early, but okay. 23, the Jets take Jamin Davis. Fair enough. Okay, so some guys, some targets that we like are falling quick. So we're up here at 24. On the on the board, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker still available. Hmm. Rashad Bateman, Samuel Cosme, uh, Creed Humphrey, Zaven Collins, Tevin Jenkins, Caleb Farley. Wow. Uh, Gregory Rousseau. There's some guys here. That you look at, uh, Jalen Phillips still available. Two backs are still on the board. Um, Williams and ATM. No, ATM. Where did ATM? ATM went at 16 to the Cardinals. We might have to take Williams. We, we do have one trade back. We have a trade back offer. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and look at that. It is Green Bay on the phone. That's a neighborhood I like to be in. Probably maybe wanting to come up to go get. Farley, I would Farley, think. yeah. Right. 
So Green Bay is offering pick 29 and pick 92. So Ugh. so that would be their first and third to move up five spots to 24. 25 spots, yeah. yeah. I was hoping to get their second out of the deal. I mean, we could ask for it. Yeah. We might have to throw in some sugar. I think I'm sure we will. Yeah. Let's try that. I think I'd probably take the third when it's all said and done, though. Okay, we'll go 29-62. We'll throw in uh, our seventh this year. Let's say a, a fifth. Let's say a fourth next year because we're going to ask for their okay. fifth next year. All right. I don't think they're going to say yes to this, but let's give it a shot. That was declined. Okay. Well, let's settle for their third and get something else. Future okay. fourth or something. Let's see if we can get uh, – well, we'll try the four. Do we want to throw in a seven again? Yeah. Okay. See if that makes it go. That was declined. All right. I, mean, um, I, I guess a third's enough to move back five spots. It's pick 92. Third. That gets us – Yeah. A, that gets us something. Into that, that range that we'd like to, to get. And mm -hmm. We're probably going to take the same player at – 29 that we would have taken. I would imagine. Before. I'm fine with accepting that. All right, we'll take it. It's been accepted, obviously. They took Samuel Cosme there. Hmm. The picks, would also make sense for them. The picks after that were Vera Tucker, Rashad Bateman to the Browns, hmm. Zayvon Collins to the Ravens, uh, Tevin Jenkins to the Chiefs. We're back up again. We've got three offers this time. So Javante Williams. Javante Williams. We still have Farley. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Bills are on the phone. The Bills are now offering us pick 30 and pick 93 for pick 29 in our 2022 fifth-round draft pick. Yes. If I'm going to take that one, though, I want, their, I want their sixth as well next year. I want to get that pick back. All right. And we're only um, moving that one spot. Right. Let's see. we got two other offers. on the, uh, the the Chargers are offering pick 47 in their 2022 second-round draft pick. No. No, we got to stay close. The Titans are offering 53-85 in their 2022 second-round draft pick for 29 in our 2022 fifth-round draft pick. I mean, they're fair and all. I just like to stay close. Yeah, I'm going to reject that. I'm going to reject the Chargers. I'm going to go to back to the Bills and say, you got to sweeten a little bit for us. Give us your, let's say, fifth-round draft pick next year. Okay. Well, no, they, we're giving them our, let's just say six because we're giving them our fifth okay. next year. I would take their deal if they'd say no, though. Yeah. That was declined. Okay. All right. Well, let's just do it. Let's back accept one it. Spot. Maybe they want Javante Williams, but I, mean, I don't I, think so. Not in the first round. I could see Farley. I yeah. could see an edge guy. Yeah. Somebody that they're anxious to They took up. Jason Owa. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense, sense, too. Yeah, yeah. And we're back up again. <laughs> of course. Right. Uh, the Vikings are offering 78-90, their 2022 second-round draft pick, and their 2022 sixth-round draft pick for pick 30. That's a big that's haul. That's too big a jump. But, yeah, I mean, that's four, three premium picks. That's a lot. That would be yeah. fun. Uh, we're going to reject that. The Giants are offering 42 in their 2022 second-round draft pick for 30. 42? 42 in their second-round pick next year. Wow. That's tempting. That's tempting, but I don't want to go down 12 spots after all these teams have an opportunity to – because, that's again, that's that second round is where – I mean, you're not going to get Farley. You might get Williams. You might. You I mean, might that's not. That's a real risk. Yeah. And then the Bills the Bills now are offering their second round pick. <laughs> For 30, 254 and thir – 30 and 254, they're offering 61, their 2022 second round pick, 2022 third round pick, and 2022 fourth round pick. We'll be really rooting against the Bills. <laughs> I don't want to root against the Bills. I'd rather root against the Giants. We're rejecting that as well. <laughs> I'm going to reject all these. Yeah, let's just take Javante Williams. Yeah, we're going to we're going to take Javante. We're not going to trade down five times. No. 
So pick thirty, we get Javante Williams. Fine, and we got some sugar. Yeah, we got two third. It's get, a little hard to swallow at twenty four. It's not so bad at thirty with some sugar. We got two third round picks though. So right, we have right, right, we right. now have three third round picks all in a row. All in a row. If we wanted to make a move up, if there's a couple centers, yeah. and you know we can take wait and take the guy we want. And, um, you know, calls us. Yeah, we're back up again here. Oh boy, the Seahawks are on the phone. They don't have anything. They got pick fifty six. Yeah. We've got pick fifty five. They're offering us pick one twenty nine for picks fifty five and two fifty four. Yeah, uh, I mean, how you do almost you have to. That, right. Almost. Although Denver's on the phone, eh, that Denver's deal's not as good. Anytime you move back one, I mean, you have to accept that. You have to accept that. And they took Gregory Rousseau. Oh, and if I were them, I could see <laughs> wanting to do that. Yeah. You know, like their pass rush is terrible. Fine, doesn't change the Steelers' view things at all, though. Yeah, we, okay, so we're back up here at 56. Uh, the top guys available, Kelvin Joseph, who's always available. Ronnie Perkins. Right. Perkins uh, would be a good Steeler. I just think yeah. that's a little rich. Jabril Cox. Interesting. Aleem McNeil. Yeah. Davian Nixon, Jay Tefele, Landon Dickerson. Oh, I'd take Dickerson. Peyton Turner, Aaron Robinson, Pete Werner, Diami Brown, Joe Tryon, Elijah Molden. Molden's uh, interesting. Yeah. But I think I'd take Dickerson. I mean, Molden, Molden would be your starting slot. He would. He would. Yeah. Uh, Josh Myers, Hunter Long. Uh, let's see here. Quinn Miners, Javon Holland. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we. if we, I mean, it's a good group. I just think Dickerson stands out. Yeah. We do have some other. I mean, we could take one of those corners or something else because we're not going to get that. In hope of center falls because I think we were talking before the show started. If we miss on. Dickerson or uh, Humphrey, Humphrey or, or one of those Miners. guys or Miners. I still like Kendrick Green. I do too. And we got pick 87, like 90 and 92 or something like that coming up. We're going to have three picks right there. We could actually take the corner here and trade up. That all makes perfect sense to me if it wasn't Dickerson. I just think Dickerson can change the the face of your line. It's a nasty, tough Dude, that you want to you want on your team. I mean, and, and I have the luxury of sitting here and not knowing what his needs are like. You yeah, know? I just know he's available in the second round, and I love his tape. Okay, Dickerson. I, I want to go Dickerson. Dickerson's a pick. Because now we got our two things that we needed. Miners wanted eighty four. Good, but okay. okay. Um, now we have these thirds though that we can just kind of take best available. Yeah, and we got a couple offers. We're just going to use these picks. Pick. Okay, so. At 87, the top guys available, Jalen Mayfield. Wow. I mean, I don't love him, but at 87. At 87, right, you, right, right. yeah, that's not so bad. They play one of four spots for yeah. you. Dylan Moses. Uh, I don't love that. No. Uh, Nico Collins, Robert Rochelle. Yeah, Interesting. Maybe a good, yeah, it'd yeah, be a good risk you could take. Brevin Jordan, Ben Cleveland, Marlon Tuapolotu. Kenneth Gainwell, that, we don't need a bag. No, but that's play. rich for him. It is. Uh, Jackson Carmen available. Okay, I think I'd take Mayfield over Carmen. Um, Ellerson Smith, the edge out of Northern Iowa. Yeah, that's an interesting one, too. Davis Mills. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think we could be in that market. Paulson Adebo, uh, Kendrick Green, Milton Williams. It would have been nice to know Green were there. Yeah, Chaz Surratt. Chaz Surratt. He's already 24, though. Yeah, I know. He's up He's in age. old. Yeah. Um, Darius player. Washington, Deontay Smith, Andre Cisco. Um, Mayfield's the name that stands out to me. Stone Forsythe still available? Wouldn't you think Mayfield over Forsythe? Although I think Forsythe's definitely. I think Forsythe's a tackle for sure. Yeah. Maybe a left. Maybe a left. Uh, whereas Mayfield may have to kick inside the guard, but I could. 
find a use for that. For right, yeah. right. I mean, he could be your sixth guy. I don't love him, but we never draft him. Yeah. Not that's a reason to. I mean, he could. Was there a corner there you liked? Well, let's take a look at it a little closer. Uh, it's Rochelle. I mean, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Dave Botrell Williams, Ambry Thomas, I like. Yeah, um, yeah. Keith Taylor, DJ Daniel, Rodarius uh, Williams, Shakira Brown. Again, we got three picks coming up I here. Know. Boom, boom, boom. I think I'd take Rochelle. Let's take a look at the tight ends. Yeah, yeah. Too. Brevin I mean, Jor- I consider Tremble in this neighborhood. He's already gone. Yeah. Uh, so it's Brevin Jordan, Kenny Yaboa, Quentin Morris. We're out of the- Long's gone and Tremble's gone. Long yeah. is long gone. Long Tremble gone. is gone. Yeah. So that takes us out of that market. Um, There's not a lot here that I'm doing cartwheels with for our three in a row. Looking here at the inside linebackers, it's Moses, Surratt, Tony Fields, Monty Rice, uh, Garrett Wallow. This was, any of them are worth this is why if we if we had taken the linebacker in the second round, we're in a better mm-hmm. shape here because we – Or if we had taken Molden in the second we just round, taken, we would uh, in better shape. Yeah. We yeah. Just, no, we would have. I mean, Rochelle, Rochelle's probably the best guy. I think he's the pick. Yeah. And we'll just groom him slowly with some great trades. Yeah. Uh, the guy's taken right after us. We're back up at 92. We got 92-93 here back-to-back. Uh, we're Nico Collins, Jackson Carmen, Davis Mills to the Vikings, hmm. Milton Williams to the Browns. Should we take Mayfield? I'm gonna. We got an offer here from the Browns to move back up again, though. Uh, first of all, I mean, if it really went this way, I would consider dealing one of these thirds for a future second or something like that. That's not I, what I they were. I love offering. the way the board went. For yeah, us. I don't either. I, mean, uh, I like the way we navigated it and what we ended up with. We didn't get real lucky with what was available. What, what's still available? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Mayfield still available. Um, you're looking at uh, Moses still available. Um, Brevin Jordan. He's another one. How healthy? I mean, his tape yeah. didn't look great. No. Uh, he, he played with that all year, apparently. I know. Is he and needed, over it, or is he always going to deal with it? He or? needed MCL surgery after the season. Right. Like, he played with a torn MCL all year. Like, he may be a six-round pick. Yeah. You know? um, I'm just looking here. I mean, the, the only other lineman I think is to consider is Mayfield or – Well, Forsyth and James Forsyth. Hudson are yeah. still available. I like Forsyth better than Hudson at this point. Hudson I, or Forsyth I know is a tackle. Yeah, I mean, he is big and 6'8". Yeah. I'd consider that. I mean, the guard situation we don't need after taking Dickerson. You know, right. Mayfield He's, isn't a tackle. He doesn't help us that much. Right, yeah. Let's take Forsyth. Okay. So we take uh, – Dylan Forsyth, where the heck did he go? Where yeah, Dylan or Stone Forsyth? Stone, Stone. Yeah, yeah. How can I forget Stone? Stone Forsyth is a pick. We're back up again. <laughs> the Broncos are on the phone. They're offering a one fourteen in their twenty twenty two fourth round pick for ninety three and two forty five. That is not enough. I was gonna say yes because I don't like what's looking at us right now. It's not gonna look any better at one fourteen. No, I know. But at least we picked <laughs> we up something well, for next year. We might as well take what we want to take here. I would take best defensive player available almost would be my, my logic behind this because we've taken – we took a corner. Took, so we've been two linemen and a running back. Yeah. Mayfield is that. still available, of course, because yeah. we just picked. So, uh, defensively, okay, let's look. Could be Ellers- an edge. Could Ellerson be Smith available. Yeah. Quincy Roche, Hamilcard Rashid, Patrick Jones, Dayo Ode and Bingo. Or o- I think Roche is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, if he's your lifetime third-slash-rotational guy, I think Roche has some value. I still think that this board has Patrick Johnson rated too low. 
Okay. I think he's a guy you're seeing creep up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We just saw Malcolm Kuntz go in the second round right, in right, Mel's right. draft. He's available. See, I would be interested in all three of those guys. Roche, Kuntz. Like, Johnson. I'm not necessarily looking to follow their board. Like, no, what, no, right, right. Who are the guys that, that you really like there? Those edges you mentioned are something you get from trading down that you maybe didn't you know, originally yeah. bargain for. Um, at the linebacker position, Derek Barnes is still available. I he's think a good player, too. I think he's a good player. Yeah. He's rated Tested 188th well. overall here. I don't think that's where he, he goes. No, no. Um, more of a third in fact, quarter. I like him better than some of these other guys, and he gives you dual. Would you take him over the edges you mentioned, though? Kuntz and Roche. And <sighs> I think Johnson. it helps you more in game day. Probably. Because he gives you that guy, so it gives you some flexibility. Is that Does that offset maybe a, a guy being a little bit more of a, well, I know that this guy's an edge and he's going to mm-hmm. be my, my number three edge on game days. Well, Barnes could be too. Could be. I don't think he's nearly the pass. I don't think that's, that yeah, are. that's right. not, yeah, I mean. I don't think you draft him for that reason. Right. I think you, you draft him to replace Vince. Maybe he's your number four. Right. I mean, he has that versatility. I think he can get you out of a game. Yeah. I'd lean towards the edge, but I would be fine with either. Which one I'd do you like, like the best? Probably Roche. Daylin, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Shaka Tony's still available, too. I mean, He's good, too. I think Roche's a really good player. More of a 3-4 guy, too. Yeah. He's not super big. Do you have a preference in any of those? I mean, I'm not staying on the table for Roche. I don't typically – I mean, we don't typically take an edge here, so this is never a decision that we, we come down to that, mm-hmm. oh, one of these guys. Let's just for – just – because let's take a look at the safety position. Okay, if there's one that can play the slot or the versatility, uh, Hafenga from uh, USC is okay. available. He's more of a strong. Yeah, a Darius Washington. Interesting. Yeah, I mean ball skills doesn't didn't he test flies well. around the yeah. field, right? Uh, Andre Cisco. That's interesting too. Caden Stearns, uh, Tyler Gillespie, James Wiggins, Sean Wade. I, I might lean towards Cisco. Yeah. Divine Diablo available. Yeah, another interesting one. I think Cisco's the best one of that group, though. Explosive. I don't know how much he plays or how we get him in there, but you figure that stuff out. and You don't know for sure that you're going to extend Edmonds or pick up his, yeah. his, his uh, extension. The defensive tackle, you got uh, Tua Pelotu, Tyler Shelvin, Bobby Brown, Odigizua, Jonathan Marshall, Dwayne, Jamin Twyman. Marvin Wilson, that's, I think that's too rich for any of those guys. I, I mean, Shelvin and Brown to me are interesting, but if you want to know. Yeah. Um, There's some I'm, options. I'm not against taking a guy either, like Diablo. Yeah. I think he I think he could be an inside linebacker. He might be a linebacker. I mean, the, the speed at linebacker situation hasn't really improved in this right. draft. But that would, and do you like him it better? It might only be on third and longs or whatever, but so what? Do you like him better than the group of Moses, Surratt, yeah. Fields, Rice, Wallow, yeah. Derek Barnes? Do you like him better than Derek Barnes? I think that's the question, yes. Yeah. Like, I like Wallow a, a round from now. Yeah. And I do. We can do that. Athletic, middle-of-the-field defender. Figure out what to do with him when he gets here. Get a plan for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, tested super well. Super well. Um, former wide receiver moving to – we're going to take him as a linebacker. We'll call him – yeah, okay. But he can also back up safety for you. Strong. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm fine with that. All right, we're back up at 128 and 129. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Sometimes here. these trade downs just you bring end up with wealth. too much. Yeah, and you're looking at that. You know, if you want to take a true inside linebacker, you got Monty Rice, Garrett Wallow, Charles Snowden, Eamon Obabababo, Derek Barnes still available. That's that'd be fine too. It's not like we totally addressed the position. The edges we got: Dalen Hayes, Ogan Deje, Cam Sample, Victor Dimukeje, Shaka Tony. Hmm. Um, Patrick Johnson and Malcolm Kuntz also still available. I'll take Kuntz. You take Kuntz there? Yeah. Um, just to look at the cornerbacks real qu- uh, quick here. Um, Pass rushers are hard to come by. Did we? T- we took uh, Rochelle. That's, we did take Rochelle, who's more of an outside but guy, an inside. He's more. He's he's like five eleven. Yeah, he can play inside. Super athletic. I'm not sure yeah. where he would where he'll end up. Uh, Ambry Thomas available. Keith Taylor. DJ Daniel, Rodarius Williams, Shakur Brown, Zach McPherson. Don't we have two picks here in a row again? We do. I think one should be an edge. Okay. Well, it doesn't really matter then which one we take where. No, right. right. <laughs> Slightly different signing bonus. But there's, yeah, <laughs> that's about the only difference. Let's take Koontz and then something else. Okay. So at, uh, that's defense, that's linebacker, that's edge, I'm sorry, edge. And so we take Malcolm Koontz. And then I'm cool with couple of those corners you mentioned. We also um, have a trade back option here. All right. Texans are on the phone. They're offering 147 and 158 for 129 and 245. I love trading 245, so we don't have to pick that on the air. You want to accept it? Yeah. There was nobody there that I was doing cartwheels over. Okay, we accepted it. Okay, and we're back up at 140. All right, right. We got a lot of, we're in this neighborhood a lot. Okay, so now you're looking at uh, the cornerback position again, and it's DJ Daniel, Rodarius Williams, Shakir Brown, Zach McPherson, St. Juice, Cameron Bynum, Trey Brown, Kerry Vincent. These are all more of the slot-type guys I here. like that crew. Yeah. St. Juice? That ain't bad. Not bad. I mean, there was a couple names you mentioned there. Shakir Brown. McPherson. McPherson's a yeah. quality player, too. Um, you know, can you can you get Rodarius Williams and work I, him in? I had someone compare McPherson. I think it was Dane Brugler saying he thinks he's a lot like Jordan Poyer, like four or five guy that really plays hard, super smart, might be a really athletic safety if he doesn't work out a corner. That's appealing, or could be a you know a slot as well. Yeah, St. Juice too. One of those corners would be great. Yeah. Uh, um, let's just look at the overall board okay. here real quick. Top guys available, uh, Marquez Stevenson from Houston, uh, Dahlman, the center from uh, Stanford. We took a center, but yeah. I like Dahlman a lot. Uh, you're looking at uh, Diggy Zuwa, Jamin Sherwood, uh, Aaron Banks, Monty Rice, hmm. uh, Deje, Anthony Schwartz. Uh, wow, something you don't really have. Yeah, DJ Daniel, uh, Cam Sample, Jalen Moore, the offensive tackle out of uh, Western Michigan. Yeah. Shai Smith out of uh, South Carolina, Garrett Wallow. I like Wallow a lot. Yeah. I bet we could get him in the next pick. Um, Kate Johnson still available. He'd be a good stealer. Yeah. Uh, so there's some guys there. No, I think you could, you could consider a receiver, considering how many picks we've had. Yeah. Uh, Shaka Tony still available. Then we uh, just take an edge. We just took we just took, so. Yeah. Um, I'm still leaning Sh- towards Shakur Brown corner. still available. Uh, I like the corner crop. Brown or St. Juice or... This would be an area, too, where you might take a, t- a tight end. Nick Eubank's still available. Not bad. Yeah. But not a, you know, maybe you're taking your number three tight end. I don't I know, know if that's right, right, right. what you want to do here. I might rather have Jesse James, you know. Right, yeah. 
Which one of those corners do you like the best? St. Juice or... I can't get past the fact with St. Juice that he had no career interceptions. I, I don't think that profiles was what the Steelers want. Who was the one I said reminded me of Poyer? I can't remember. Last Zach name. McPherson. McPherson would be fine with me. Shakir Brown's not bad. There were three or four that I thought were yeah. all happy to be I, there. I think if you're looking at cornerbacks for the Steelers, ball production yeah. is huge. Now, Shakir Brown had five interceptions in seven games last year. Ain't bad. He's got some, yeah. Yeah. Um, McPherson. Do you like him more of an outside or an inside? Oh, he's, no, he's the Oops, I just accidentally took McPherson. So, yeah. McPherson's our pick. There we go. <laughs> I was we love him. Trying to call up his uh, profile and clicked on the wrong thing. <laughs> no, I have no problem with it either. Yeah. Um, no, he's an athletic uh, I bet they like slot him. type. Yeah. And smart. Yeah. Okay, we're back up at 147 here now. Um, I'd consider a wallow type. You got Monty Rice, you got Garrett Wallow, you got Derek Barnes is still available too. That's interesting. I, I probably wouldn't hesitate to take Barnes. I think Barnes got to be the pick there. He's just is a there a nose? Player. I mean, uh, a, a big. You got Jonathan Marshall, Jalen Twyman, Twyman, Marvin Wilson, Darius Sills, Taquan Graham, Chris Tonga, Nah, Jordan Scott. I, nah, the guys that are always available to us when we get to two seventeen. Yeah. I just thought maybe a third round nose would have fallen because he's a nose. Yeah. I think you take Barnes. Here. I think you take Barnes. And you're yeah. just happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're enhancing our special teams yeah. greatly too. And we're back up at 158. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the Bears, of course, are on the phone. They want oh, to offer boy. something for this pick. They want to give us 164 and 208 for 158. I think this might be our last pick, actually, because we've traded away almost everything else. Let's say no, but counter with 158 for next year's third. Okay, we can try that. It's a we, oh, we got, here's right? what we got left. We got 158 and 216. Okay. We don't really have any needs, though. We really don't. We've filled a lot of stuff here. Right. We, could, we could trade 158 and 216 for 164 in next year's they third. Got, they got their own third, and they've got the Colts third. I want theirs. <laughs> but I'd love to get one extra third. Either one. I don't care which one. one. Be fine. Yeah. Right, right. Let's propose it and see what they say. Not that the Colts are going to be 30. They're, they declined that. Okay. That doesn't really surprise me. It doesn't me. really surprise me. Either. Well, let's see if we can... Make this happen. How about their fourth? Let's say their fourth, yeah. That was declined. Eh. Maybe we won't do business with that. Let me try one last chance here. I'll settle for your fifth. How about that? Is this a fifth rounder this year? Fifth rounder next year. No, what is oh, the this we're, we offer? We're in the fifth round this year. I'm not giving a fifth this year for a fifth next year to a worse team. Well, we're we're getting 164, too. Oh, 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 okay. So we're getting two fifths for a, a fifth and a Sixth. I got you. They declined that. I like well, that. Well, then the heck with you. I was going to say, I'll give them our, both our remaining picks for next year's third. We can. I mean, I don't, they don't seem real interested in giving us future picks, but. We can give it a shot. Give it one, one last ditch effort here. That was declined. Okay. I mean, we Fair can try enough. for Let's the. Let's make we, a pick. Yeah. Okay. So at 158. Uh, the best guys available, Monty Rice, Anthony Schwartz. That might be the pick. You want to just do it? Yeah. Take a speed receiver and... A world-class sprinter? Yeah. Okay, that's the pick. I Anthony mean, I Schwartz. I who our quarterbacks will be throwing to him next year, but uh, they'll be happy to, you know, field stretcher. And our final pick is up. Top guys available, Josh Kando, uh Cornell Pyle, Shamar St. Charles. 
know, Powell's a good player. Yeah, we just took a we receiver. We just took a receiver. Yeah. Right. Very different one, but we just took a receiver. Jonathan Cooper, Justin Hilliard. Patrick Johnson is not lasting this long, but he's no. available. We took it, and we took everything. Larry Roundtree out of Missouri. Uh, I was thinking, do, how about like a scat back, receiver, slot back type? Uh, Kene and, and uh, Wangawu, out of, uh, the running back out of Iowa State. Elijah Griffin. The uh, cornerback out of USC, Dax Milne. We still haven't taken a tight end. Let's no, see. we haven't. They, that, that guy ought to have a chance to make the team. Yeah. Uh, so you get Bradley Moore, Kerry Angeline, Kylan Granson, Noah Gray, Pro Wells, Sean Byer, John Bates, Tony Poljan, Matt Bushman, Zach Davidson. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. He won't block anybody at Central Missouri, mm-hmm. but he was also the team's punter. <laughs> yeah. But he's a receiving tight end. He's, he's a, a receiving he, tight he's end. He's a huge receiving tight end who was also the team's punter. Uh, Luke Farrell still available. He'd be a fun guy to bring to camp, and you'd get a story for DK Sports on it. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, of all these guys, I would probably take Farrell there because he's the best blocker. Okay. Um, I, I think there's more there in the bone, meat on the bone as a receiver. I was thinking the BYU guy, uh, that Gray. Bushman. Bushman, yeah. yeah. Or it was Gray the Duke guy. Gray's the Duke guy. Yeah, they were yeah. the two that stood out to me. But all of them I would have a chance to make the team. I mean, I think a tight end's worth it here. It's not great business throwing these yeah. late round picks at tight ends, but you know there's not much to pick from this year. Yeah, I'd also consider a tackle. Oh, it's a total developmental tackle. That's Dan Moore, Alaric Johnson or Jackson, I should say, Josh Ball. Um, I see the Marshall dude. Yeah, there's stuff to work with with him. There's stuff to work with. There's some off the field there's stuff. Some off the field, but yeah. we don't have to really worry about that. Um, I don't know. None of these guys are, you know. I'm doing headstands over, but, I mean, I'd also consider a D-tackle. Uh, Jack Anderson from Texas Tech still available. Uh, not he's a, bad, a good player. Yeah, not a bad center prospect as well. I think he'd make the team. Yeah, you're, you know, you're you're pushing uh, maybe your third center. Your, or, I mean, Haas yeah. would be in trouble, but, I mean, he could have a Finney-like career. Right, he ends up making your practice squad mm-hmm. in a couple of years. You know, Dickerson's he's Dickerson's backup. Or injury happens, and before you know it, the guy's you know active on game day, and yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I, I kind of like him for this late. Let's do it. Okay, Jack Anderson's the pick, and we don't have a pick in round seven. That was a sixth round draft pick. We had Good. yeah, we filled mentioned. it out. All right, so we were very busy in that draft. Right. We got Javante Williams at thirty after trading nice. down twice. Uh, we got Landon Dickerson at fifty six after trading down once. Okay. Uh, we got Robert Rochelle at 87, Stone Forsyth at 92, Divine Diablo at 93. A lot of names we haven't usually taken. Malcolm, well, we traded down more, so we're mm-hmm. in more of that range of those guys. Malcolm Coots at 128. Nice. Zach McPherson at 140. Derek Barnes at 147. We considered him like four picks ago. Yeah. Anthony Schwartz at 158. Yeah. And then Jack Anderson at 216. Nice. I mean, just be honest, the. the I liked all the trading down, but it didn't. There wasn't a wealth of names in our some of our hot spots. But this is a haul. It's a really yeah. I mean, you, you had, <laughs> yeah. we added a bunch of guys. A bunch of guys. Um, a lot of guys are going to be on you know four year. Williams is your or, starter immediately. Dickerson's you're probably your starter immediately right, as soon as right. he's ready to play. Rochelle's probably at least in your nickel and dime packages. I thought he might be a total red shirt, but super high ceiling. Yeah. He might be Hayden's replacement next year. Right. Forsyth yeah. is your number three tackle at the start, at the very least. Maybe not with Hague, but, I mean, again, high, who knows? Yeah. Right. Uh, Diablo's in the mix. And, is he's your, definitely in the mix. Uh, yeah. He's getting a hat every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to be a great special teams right. player. Same thing with Kuntz. He's maybe yes. your number three he outside linebacker. 
McPherson's in the mix for that slot spot. Without question. Barnes is, again, again active on, day, on right, game right, day. Right. Schwartz is a complete I think luxury. tomorrow is yeah. the next year. Yeah, Juju's playing somewhere else. We don't have a speed guy, but remember Schwartz who – Caught an 80-yarder in week two of the preseason. Or you just say, we're going to use you on end-of-rounds and stuff like that. And Yeah, yeah. Or at least You're faster than everybody else on the field. And it could still be a tell. Hey, you're going to come out, line up outside the numbers, and run as fast as you can down the field. You're either, gonna go, gonna know. you're either going to go straight down the field or you're going to run <laughs> jet sweep. Right, right, right. <laughs> everyone knows it, but that's fine. It's but if scary. you're able yeah. to do that because of the size, it's it's, a diff- it's different having a Ray Ray McLeod do that where the, where right. the defensive backs. He is, doesn't run routes. He's not, yeah, he's not he going to beat me. Right. I, if I jam him, he's not getting off the line of scrimmage to beat no, me deep. No, 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 no. Right. So I, mean, I just got to watch the jet sweep motion. Sure, sure. Or a quick screen. And it's a little different, right? I mean, again, if the world knows what he's going to do, but he, you still have to honor it. Yeah. You know, so no, I like that pick. And then Jack Anderson in the in the uh, two sixteen's got guard center capability. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be. In the, I think he'll play in the league. Help. We get we got three offensive linemen. We got a running back. We got yeah linebackers galore. A lot of middle defensive backs. Right, right. A couple a couple corner prospects. So we got a lot of things. I mean, not our usual names, and you know, it didn't go swimmingly with you know, what was available, but. Man, bring it a doesn't lot of always stuff. happen like that. Nah, it doesn't always go swimmingly. Bring a lot of stuff to camp. Yeah, I agree. But that's going to do it for our show today. So, cool. for my partner Matt Williamson, for Jacob Brecht here on site, uh, I'm Dale Lolly. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of the Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. <laughs>